Hey everybody, we are live on Professor Bass and Friends. Thank you for joining us. Here we go. show everybody glad that you were here tony welcome 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 Good to be here we have some special guests on with us tonight and uh, have a lot to talk about we have a extremely small guest probably the smallest guest we've ever had on the show uh baby <laughs> g is in the house he is uh alive and kicking and uh, likes to move around a lot so you'll have to keep up you have to keep up yeah well, we have had one week of winter weather uh, just now. I mean, we still have ice that hasn't melted yet. It is yeah. uh, crazy. Uh, I noticed that, uh, Brandon, y'all were able to get out and enjoy the snow and ice a little bit. Um, yes, sir. How was that for y'all? Man, it was it was nice. We just took a day trip up to the Ozarks, went by Car Wash Falls, just kind of took it easy. We didn't want to get in those steep mountains and slide or getting in any trouble so we kind of just took what we could and ran yeah. with it that day, so well that's that's a good plan i i talked to uh my good friend who is a uh forest ranger uh up in the washington's daggum i keep getting the cramp on my leg it's killing me <laughs> uh, that's part of being old part of being old um and uh he said he came upon several um one was like a lincoln car that was off Whoa. in the ditch out in the middle of the national forest. And he said, you know what? They deserve to be there. So he just left them. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, it's just, you have to be smart when you get out and do things like that. It just, that doesn't make any sense for me. So, uh, but the winter weather, you know, this is two years in a row. I think we went like five or six years without getting anything. And this is two years in right. a row that we've got ice and snow. And it's almost like we live up north. Uh, it's it's really crazy. I don't really know what to think. Um, you know, they put in AMI days at school where you can miss without it counting against you. And for five or six years, we weren't ever able to use them. We never used them because we weren't ever out for, for snow days or whatever. And then, boom, here we go. 21, 22. We've missed more days of school in the last two years than we've missed in the last 30 put together, probably. <laughs> Uh, pandemic and snow and all this mess. It's just been crazy. It's just been a weird week. Now, Tony, I know you've been busy on yeah. a project. What you've had going on? Man, I've been working on this trailer like crazy. Last I have seen last... the bottom side of that trailer a lot. I'm I'm ready to start seeing the top side. Yeah, uh, you and me both. Yeah, <laughs> you and me both. Well, uh, I know that you're starting from scratch. A buddy of yours gave you a 
Uh, it's pretty much like a shell yeah. uh, of a trailer. And uh, you have, you will have probably the biggest tires on any trailer I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. It's almost like it's coming off, going behind the earth roamer. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. silly. It's silly. Yeah, we, we took my FJ up there and worked on it, and I just felt, I felt about, you know, little old bitty tall. <laughs> I felt like a little gnome because your trailer tires were twice as big as my FJ tires. Yeah, and it, it was, was weird. It was a struggle finding a jack tall enough to get it level. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that one through, but oh well. Uh well, you know, uh, you know, you, I guess if you want to have your rooftop tent about eighteen feet off the ground, that's the way you got it. <laughs> no, I'm just going to need a short rack. Short rack, yeah. yeah, short rack. Well, that's the thing when you've got a Tacoma, you try to figure out whether you want a short rack or tall rack. Uh, same that's with right. the Gladiator, so that's I right. guess that goes for the trailer as well. Yeah. Well, I had I had a horrible time trying to track down a an electrical problem that I have. And and I can tell you, there are two things in this world that I hate and I'm not good at. Electrical and plumbing. <laughs> oh, I have solved my electrical issue and now I'm on a plumbing issue on my trailer. And I, today I made my fourth trip to Home Depot. And uh, it just seems like, and, and, I, and I got a confession to make. I just got a confession to make. So I get home with my parts last night, thinking that I've got everything that I need for this plumbing issue. <clears throat> get home with my parts. I try to put everything together, and it just blows my mind. I'm like, I'm like, why did I buy this stuff? I really don't <laughs> know why I bought it. It won't fit anything. Nothing screws into anything. It won't fit. Blah blah blah. Whatever. I go. I stand in line today. I leave work. I stand in line to go take my parts back and get different parts. Uh, wait 20 minutes give my parts back and no lie i ended up buying the same two things that i took back <laughs> i mean i don't know how that happens i just can't do it i can't do plumbing it's not my deal and um I, I just, but you know we'll work our way through it but right. i can promise you this and and think about this tony when you're working on your trailer simple is better yeah simple is better because i have created this complex system of spider webs with wires going here and plumbing going there and crisscross this and it's about to drive me absolutely insane <laughs> yeah so, I, anyway all of that all of that's coming up i'm getting the getting the bare bones figured out but I cannot wait electrical is next i cannot wait it's it's like you know when you pour a foundation for a house you start getting excited and then when you see the the when they get it you know all the all the wood goes up and when they get it in the dry you start really getting excited you know you're about to get it in the dry and i'm, I'm real excited about that that's right but that's what we've had going on but we've got some extremely special guests with us tonight brandon and haven waters the wandering waters from h2o overland we are really excited that y'all are here i've had you on my show one time before and yes. um uh, you were a family of three back then, and now you're a family of four. You've had a lot of it's amazing how something so small can change your life so much, right? And how much stuff they have, yeah. you know. And I was thinking about that, uh, when, when I was thinking about things to talk about you with, I know how it is with me, uh, and, and my wife and my dog, so it's like two of us and the dog and how much stuff we have. And I remember when I had kids that size 
it was like every time we go somewhere, it's like moving. I mean, it's like you take everything you own. And that was one of the things that I wanted to visit with you about. I know that your your packing, your preparation, everything has changed since baby G has come along. So share with us a little bit about how everything has changed because uh, we know that y'all go out a lot. That's not that's no secret. Um, right. And so instantly, um, everything changed uh, as far as packing and planning. How how tell us a little bit about that process now? Well, we. We keep all of our kitchen stuff fairly ready to go and clean at all times, but we we had a low profile bed rack with a twenty three zero walkabout sixty two that fit us three at the time fine. But like you said, we've accommodated another another one, so and it's just not right to leave one kid out in the tent by himself, and you know, yeah. so we've we've had to get a bigger rack for more room in the bed we we bought a letter design rack from adam bryant up at okie overland uh we bought the gear big bigger gear pod so we could move a lot of our stuff out of the truck into a pod you know on the we side of the truck two car seats now yeah now we got two car seats so the back is filled up in the back of the tacoma right now so everything has to move to the bed you know even yeah. I mean, even some of our bags, you know, our clothes and stuff. So we're having to we're having to shuffle around some stuff, but we're 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 getting there. Yeah, Good overall, right as far as like luggage, we have done good to stick with one bag for him, which I was shocked, but we have made mm -hmm. it work. We pack a lot of diapers, extra clothes, medicines, <laughs> a snot sucker, and I mean yeah. he's he doesn't do bottles, so that makes it a lot easier on cleanup yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. But as far as his luggage, I mean, it's just one extra diaper bag. And then sometimes we share a bag if it's just like a one night trip. We're pretty minimal when it comes to like clothing and whatnot. So that yeah. helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, um, I, like I said, we, we know y'all go out a lot. Um, it was y'all put it out there. I believe it was what was it? 2020 that you put out a post about how many times that you had been out throughout the year. How many weekends was it? Uh, 48, 48 out of 52. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how has that changed in 2021 when Gatlin came along? Well, 2021, it, it really didn't change until about right whenever he, sh he came around, you know, and then they, <laughs> they've started to, you know, maybe stay home while maybe me and Weston went out for a night or something like that. You know, if he wasn't feeling all right or, you know, we was just going for one night it's just too much to take everybody so now that we've accommodated a bigger rack and stuff you know we're we can haul the weight down and just uh it just takes some getting used to you know yeah. so He's well and you also Wait, um go ahead go ahead Hayden. Uh, i was just gonna say he's gone probably about 10 camping yeah. trips i don't know yeah. it was just when like it was super duper cold and he was sick mm. we clearly didn't want to catch anything yeah. but uh, he's been going out pretty non-stop it's just uh and for the most part we all go out it was just a few times where he'd been sick so yeah it hasn't really slowed down too, too right. much and having camped all the way up to 40 weeks pregnant in the um, middle of summer 
Um, you know, in the middle of the summer, <laughs> That's I, I was I was feeling your pain because uh, I know I know about the hot flashes and all that other stuff when you're, when you're pregnant and you know the men have sympathy pains and yeah and so uh, I was feeling that for you. Right, um, right. You know, there's there's no shortage of of pictures. Uh, y'all take a ton of pictures, and we really love that because you know that's the story of your life and you're letting us all you're sharing it with us and we and we greatly appreciate that it's awesome but um this um that i love the the fact that it isn't it didn't take you long to get him out and to start teaching him from such i mean just a few weeks old about getting out and enjoying nature and uh, and posting the pictures in fact we have we have several pictures uh, uploaded here, and I wanted to share with everybody my favorite one. This is this is probably my favorite one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you told me when this was. When was this? Christmas Day. Yeah, that was Christmas at Still Creek this year. Christmas at Still Creek. I see his little outfit has the Christmas lights on there. <laughs> and, A reindeer. Uh, <laughs> the reindeer. Uh, yeah, I see the reindeer jacket with Christmas lights. That's awesome. Um, but I love the fact that you instill in your children uh, your love for the outdoors, you know, and and, yes. uh, and tell us about why that is important to you. So Weston has been camping with us. We all started going as family when he was about three and he just like slept in his own tent from the very beginning. He's always loved the outdoors. Mm -hmm. um, this dude started camping when he was four weeks old. In the dead heat of the summer, it was like August. We went to Lake Washita. He's just like a different child outside. Like even from day two and three, like if he was nonstop crying, we would just take him outside and it would just calm him down. And Weston loves playing outside. He loves playing with sticks and rocks. He's your typical boy. He will find the craziest things and just play and have his imagination going. So I think just getting them outside, especially in a world that's so full of technology and yeah. electronics, which is great. But in the grand scheme of things, we were given this earth and the nature and we just love to enjoy it as a family. And I think both of our boys will grow up appreciating that. That's awesome. I agree. I agree. Uh, you know, I work in, I uh, work with children every day and I see the effects of technology that has on all of them and how they crave it and how you can hardly get it away from them because that's all they know all their free time. That's how they're spent because their parents don't get them outside. And, um, you know, which we try not to do. Yeah. Well, I, I got to brag on Brandon a little bit. I was, I was um, very impressed because uh, the volunteering for the football coach uh, for your for your son's football team in in probably the most beloved time of the camping year uh, yeah. the sacrifice that you made there was yeah. just incredible for for you to volunteer for me to know how much you love getting out and camping and for you right. to volunteer for your son's football team in the fall which is you know if you live in arkansas the the summers are just outrageously horrible right. and then when fall comes it's like a breath of fresh air it's the most beautiful time of the year it's, it's the best time of the year to go camping and right. here i am seeing you coach football on saturday mornings and i'm thinking oh the sacrifice that you make right. for your children that's right. incredible it's great 
I love it. We go to games all packed up, though. Don't let that fool you. We left right after it was over. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you don't let that stop you. I know that. That's that's for sure. Don't stop. Well, don't stop the clock. Yeah, don't stop the clock. (laughs) You know, I always hate the coaches that call timeouts when they're, you know, when they're 100 points ahead or 100 points behind. You know, they're not going to be able to. they're going to be able to win the game, but they're just prolonging their time out there because that's what they live for. Well, nobody lives for that except you. So quit calling the timeouts. That's a word to the coaches. Out well, uh, I want to talk about your rig and the different things that you have done to uh, change it up in order to make an account for uh, four people instead of three. I know you've done quite a few different things to it, but before we do that, we'd like to take a little bit of time out in the middle of the show and do a spotlight of one of our sponsors. It's now time for the sponsor spotlight, talking about all the products, services, events, and businesses that we use and love. Here we go. All right, this week we are going to talk about um, one of our newest sponsors, if not our newest sponsor. Uh, We're going to talk about our Lifesaver water cans. Now, this is something I've never seen until I actually got this in the mail. This is probably the most heavy-duty water can I've ever seen. I think you could run over this with a tank, and it wouldn't even put a dent in it. It's It's crazy crazy how thick this thing is. It is completely amazing. It's got a pump on it where you can pressurize it, and then it's got a water nozzle on here where, where the water comes out, and the filter on here is absolutely insane long i think that's what what was that tony like 18 inches probably that's gotta be this is crazy now um i wrote down some stuff about how lifesaver water filter started come on tear something up um lifesaver water filter after two catastrophic natural disasters in succession which was the tsunami in indonesia in 2004 in the Indian Ocean, and the Hurricane Katrina, British inventor Michael Pritchard set out to create a portable water filtration device capable of providing a sustainable source of drinking water. After many attempts, he eventually created the first Lifesaver water bottle in 2007. This was the world's first portable water filter capable of removing the smallest known waterborne viruses. And now, since 2010, they have caught the attention of the British Army, who use theirs uh, all around the world. And they are now getting into the overland world, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Because you can take this water can, and they also have water bottles. And you can put it in any water whatsoever. Not only did it have that humongous uh, water filter, but it also has a carbon filter at the end of it. So it filters out everything. And... Tony, do you remember how many how many gallons it will do before you have to replace it? It's unrealistic. I, uh, I, I don't remember. We'll have to look that up. It's it's like thirty thousand gallons. Yeah, it's a crazy. You have to number. replace the filter. That's unreal. I mean, will I ever drink that much water in my lifetime? I mean, come on, no. that's a lot of water. And no. you know, if you if you take water with you. Um, I have water cans that we use for washing our hands, for washing our dishes, for taking showers with. You don't have to drink that water. And so having a water can like this 
makes it where you can put it down where you can actually drink the water. When we were in Big Bend, we went down and we paid, how much did we pay for water? It was, wasn't it a dime a gallon? It was like, yeah, it was like a dime a gallon. So we went down and we filled our water jugs up with this water hose, paid a dime a gallon, and we could have filtered it with this, and that was reverse osmosis water, which I have no idea what that is. We don't have (laughs) that here. It's like osmosis, but it's in reverse. And so uh, really don't know what that is, but I could have filtered out all the osmosis with this water filter. And so I think that I think this is cool, and I think – it's going to be awesome because I can put it in my new uh, holders on my Jerry rear Campbell. bumper that I yeah. absolutely love. So, yeah, I anyway. can't. I can't get over how sturdy it is. You know, I'd never seen one in person. When I saw it, it you know, it looked like a blue water jug to me. I was thinking eh, it's probably similar to the jugs you'd see at Walmart. Yeah. No, no, no. The only thing it has in similarity is the color, but this thing is so. It's crazy. Anyway. It's crazy cool. And uh, I'm actually in love with it. So yeah, uh, it's it's going with me everywhere. everywhere. Because you don't have to put everything through the filter if you don't want to. If you're going to wash your dishes, you don't have to run it through the filter. It comes out a lot quicker. But having clean water, that is something that we all need every time we go out. Do not fill your cans up with stream water, creek water. You don't know what protozoas and memorabilias are in there you just don't know that's right and so you got to filter that stuff out misty misty hooked us up with the deets <laughs> what the deets details uh, oh ten thousand liters which nobody in america knows how much that is two thousand six hundred and forty one <laughs> gallons that is dude, that's a bunch five thousand two hundred and eighty three gallons so you can fill this tank up Five thousand. How much does this hold, Tony? Uh, it's probably close to five gallons. Five gallons. So you could fill this up a thousand, over a thousand times before you have to change the filter out. Hmm. That's a lot. A lot, yeah, of a lot. Yeah, that's, that's a, lot a lot of drinking. drinking. Yeah, <laughs> and on this thirsty Thursday, and I don't know if anybody has put it together, but we're having. H2O Overland, and we're talking about water filters. Did anybody catch that? <laughs> That's how good we are. We're well, not only that, but tell them what else, Tony. Tell them we got a surprise for them. This is a surprise. So uh, there's a giveaway on this. So we're announcing a giveaway today. Um, I think we'll run it for a couple of weeks. But uh, for those interested in winning one of these water tanks, uh, jerry cans or whatever, you can, uh, if you go to Lifesavers Instagram and like their Instagram, like Joy the Professor, uh, Bats Off Road Instagram, and uh, here in a couple of weeks, we'll we'll uh, draw a winner. That is going to be pretty cool. I'm very excited about that. These are not cheap, okay? These are very solid. They're made for the military, the military grade. They are not cheap. They're uh, around $300, I believe, uh, is what they are, so... Um, but as a sponsor, they have agreed to give one away to one of our amazing listeners. And I am really excited about that. So we will be putting that out there on our social media this week and doing that for a couple of weeks and, um, see if we can't give one of these away. I'm excited about that. Our first giveaway, Tony. I know it. It's exciting. Well, we do so many world premieres on this show. (laughs) Amazing. So Brandon, 
Back to you. Uh, tell us about your setup and rig and how it has evolved here lately into what you have now. Well, last year, I, last year I thought, you know, we, we had we had everything kind of sorted out how we wanted it, you know, and then we had we had the low profile bed rack. We had a tent that kind of fit me, my wife, and my oldest boy Weston, you know, and I thought I liked the low profile bed rack, you know, it wasn't high up, you know. I, I, I could fit everything in the bed, you know, but as soon as the as soon as the little one come along we we figured, you know, we, we gotta start making some room, you know. Uh even if it means, you know, cutting down some trail time, you know, and yeah. having a better, you know, base camp set up for us and the kids, you know, and do more, a little bit more base camp and enjoying it with the kids, let them play, explore around the creeks, woods, you know, yeah. kind of make it more fun for them, you know, but a little bit more relaxing for us as well. Yeah. So cool. So we upgraded to a Letner bed rack, full rack. So that, that gave us a, little, a lot more space in the bed. We can fit all of our clothes, everything in the bag. We got mm -hmm. the big XL gear pod Letner makes for us to fit our sleeping bags, pillows. They'll fit in that. And then I just purchased Letner makes a water hydro pod mm -hmm. that, on, that mounts on the side of the rack. It doesn't have a filter or anything, but it has a pump. It's pressurized. Mm -hmm. It was all that. But I, I like that lifesaver thing y'all have that's, that's that's pretty nice setup for drinking purposes right so yeah yeah you don't that have to never run, run water. out of water uh, right. but, um now now it, that has that has changed so you went to the lightner rack here uh recently about a month ago and um and and you did have now we camp with y'all um i guess it was two years ago at the sasquatch festival i can't remember how long ago that was yeah, that was um, two years ago, I believe. That was two years ago? 2020? Right, right, right in the middle of the all the nastiness. Yeah, we camped in a cow pasture. Uh, we had to step <laughs> over all the cow patties and the four-foot-tall grass and all that. Right. And back then, um, Weston had his own tent on top of your trailer. So you had two rooftop tents, yes. and you carried everything in your trailer. Um, right. And uh, and then that changed. You put him in a gazelle. Uh, yep. I don't remember how long ago it was. You sold your trailer. You got rid of. Your, well, you did have, you did have like a enclosed trailer, didn't you? When, yes. when you started out. Yeah, before we had a rooftop tent, bed rack, any of that. We had a little Sunray Sport, little teardrop yep. style trailer, and that's what we hauled our first rendezvous which was the second year they had it which was the first year at birds and it rained and whatnot like it usually does you know yeah. so uh we that was our first rendezvous we got to see everything you know be around other trailers we really didn't know no one you know and then by by next year we had a bed rack and we had a smitty bill we bought the the smaller smitty built tent you know mm -hmm. kind of started off make sure we liked it you know and it kind of just evolved from there we we decided we liked it so much that we bought a 230 walkabout 62 from aaron up at artemis and i mean it, I, any questions i had you know he he helped us he made sure me and my family was going to be comfortable you know in the the 230 tent and man it's it's been a great all-around tent man i 
we actually still have it, but we're we're looking to upgrade to a hard shell really soon. Hopefully, we get to go pick it up this weekend, so mm. so we can fit all four of us in the tent now, and maybe even move the pillows and the blankets up in the tent, so that'll open a little bit more space for all of us as well. Yeah. Well, do you um. Is it have you have you done anything on your on your setup that you've regretted that you wish you hadn't changed that you would go back to in a heartbeat, or do you like where you are now, where you've gone? Well, I I ripped off my back bumper. Uh, it's probably November, October last year, and uh, I bought the coastal off road high clearance rear bumper. You know, thinking I could, mm-hmm. you know, I I could get it welded myself. You know, and but man, it just turned into more of a project and a headache. I wish I'd have just bought a bumper that was already built, you know. And yeah, I mean, it 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 come out. You know, I only got about five hundred dollars in the bumper, so I mean, I, I can't beat that, especially what the prices are now. No, you know, right. So, but other than that, I've, I've been happy with everything I've I've purchased. You know, if if we've gotten rid of it, it's to upgrade to better things. It wasn't just because it was junk or anything. So yeah. Right. Are you, are you satisfied with your Tacoma or are you thinking, are you looking at another vehicles down the road? I'm satisfied with it right now. I just paid it off last year, but Haven just paid off her Ultima. So we're, we're, we're looking at getting into a house in the next year or two, uh, yeah. a new house. So we want to get that rolling and then maybe find her a forerunner or something, you know, that she can trail off if she wants to go play on the weekends, you know, or, whatever she wants to do with it, you know, kind of give her to play with us. But yeah. as long as the Tacoma's kicking, I don't, I don't plan on going anywhere with it. I got too much investment. I'm right there with, you. Right with right. you. People, people ask me every day, what are you going to do if something happens? If you blow the motor up in that FJ, you've got <laughs> so much time and, and money tied up in that thing. I was uh, like, well, I'll just have to put a new motor. In. That's what it's right. Exactly. You know, not ever, not all of us can have a new vehicle like Tony. So, uh, <laughs> You know, we're we're pushing, we're pushing yeah, two hundred thousand miles, and Tony's got like eight thousand miles on his. Well, I've got twelve. Oh, he's got twelve. Oh my gosh, you've worn it out, Tony. You might as well go trade it in. <laughs> the last vehicle I had, I had thirteen years. Yeah, you've done well, and I remember you said you cried when you got rid of it. So, I did. Yeah, I did. You become attached to them. I, yeah. I'm the same way. I every time I right. walk out the door in the morning and I walk past my FJ, I look at it and I say, "Hey, Terry." I say, "Good morning." Yeah. Good morning. You know because hey. that vehicle has taken me to some amazing places, gave me giving me so many memories, and I don't understand how people trade every year and just yeah. do it every year because it's 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 like part of the family. Yeah, you know, and I usually um, go out and share a cup of coffee with mine in the morning. I mean, oh, I love it. I love it. Well, you know, it's sometimes you just you just build that relationship, and I, I don't, I don't. Yeah. You know, people. I've been asked in the last month, why are you putting a three thousand dollar rear bumper on an eight thousand dollar vehicle? I said, well, you know, that's just the way it is. Yeah, that's the way it uh, is. Um, and you know, I've got a lot of big plans and Tony and I were talking before we came on the show. He said, do you have a backup plan in case the FJ lays down? No. Uh, I mean, I've got another FJ. You got another FJ in the driveway. Just swap motors. 
you know, and and I would I would highly recommend to Brandon to get his wife a forerunner. That way you've got a backup. You know, Tony's got a backup. Everybody right. needs a backup. You can't just have one vehicle, off-road yeah. vehicle. We're uh, working on So anyway, it's uh <laughs> it's just one of those things, you know, but but I'm with you, Brandon. I don't care what the wife gets. She can trade that FJ off all she wants, get her a new Land Cruiser. By the way, babe, I'd love it if you got a new Land Cruiser. Um, you know, Forerunner, <laughs> whatever, as long as it's not a Jeep, uh, I don't care what she gets. Uh, but my FJ is going to be around a while. I have got so much time. I don't, I don't think Tony's in favor effort. of y'all swapping motors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. If my motor blows up, I'm gonna put a Cummins in it. Yeah, that's what I'm on it. There you go. Yeah, that's what I'm on it. But anyway, I I get it. I get it, Brandon. Uh, you know, right. I don't care what you get, but my truck's not going anywhere. That's right. just the way it is. I don't see mine but, going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, I've been working on mine for almost six years, and I still am doing something to it every week. Yeah and trying to get it the way i want it um and you know my solar panels out on my hood right now and as soon as i get that done it's going to be exactly how i want it until the next thing comes along (laughs) you always have that thing on the end of that sentence that's right always something always something well gatlin's back with us he uh, He was with his setup and then by the end of the year, we had something completely different and we sold everything and got new stuff. I'm like, you're just never content. <laughs> well, you know, and and I see where people say that you're not content. Well, I don't know when you every time you go out and something crosses your mind. Well, if this was this way, it would be so much easier. If I had a hard shell instead of this soft shell, I would have. 30 more minutes or an hour more to my life where I didn't have to pack this thing up or set it up. Um, I I know what goes through my, and you'd have more room to put pillows and sleeping bags instead of having to roll them up and put them in the cab or bed or, you know, something else. Now that we switched a low profile rack to the, the high rack, the, the putting up of the soft shell tent is ridiculous. It's a nightmare. It's terrible. Like we had everything down to a T. We would flip at the same time. We would zip everything perfectly and be done in like maybe 10 minutes with our soft shell. No problem. Yeah. And then ever since we got the the higher rack, it's doable. But I can't climb around like I used to because of him. Yeah. And he's having to do it by himself. So I'm yeah. pretty excited for this. <laughs> for this hard yeah. shell. Yeah. Well, and, and I get that because, you know, I've been short my whole life. I've got short people problems. And, you know, the, the soft shell tent that's on my FJ, nightmare. It's a nightmare. And it's the same exact tent that I have on the trailer. But I can't get to all the points to pull the zipper. I can't. I have to carry a stool everywhere we go. And I can't reach everything. And I can't see because of the of the awning. And it's just one thing after another. And I was like, kill me freaking now. I mean, it's just horrible. Now, when we take the trailer out, it's a breeze. Oh, we can set it up and take it down in two minutes because we can get all the way around it. And it's down where I can reach it. And right. and so I totally get that. I totally get that. And I've had hard shell and soft shell tents. And we've got an eye camper right now, which is going to be a lot like what you're 
what you're getting with the tough stuff. Life changer. It's it's a life changer. Um, you don't have to get all the way around it. It's only got three sides, and you only really have to work with one side. So, I mean, it's <laughs> it's life changing. Um, but I put that on my wife's vehicle, so she when she wants to go out, she won't have a very hard time. So, right, um, right. Life yeah, on he was talking about my future vehicle which i would love to have but i'm pretty sure it's just going to be more one more project for him to play with so oh see see there you go with those those comments <laughs> i feel it i feel i feel the sarcasm and you know the jabbing with the comment <laughs> but and 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 brandon's like me brandon's like me i look at my wife and say babe i'll do all this for you I do all this for you so you can get out and you can enjoy life and you can take the children out and just live life to the fullest. I do it for you. I just get to tag along. That's That's the story. That's our story. That's it. You kind of got a system now. He's the driver and I'm the navigator. So if we're both driving, then who's going to navigate him? Hmm. He's going to use his own Gaia. Tell himself where to go. Well, it's a learning process. We all learn. You know, we live and we learn. We we go. Uh, we can do it. We're smart guys. We're smart guys. We can figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we can do this. And it won't be long till baby G's sitting up there with a map telling him which way to turn. So, That's I right. mean, he can do that. Right. Yeah. Weston will be one of us and G will be with the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Got us. Huh. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> never know where y'all going to end up. <laughs> Uh, Never know where you're going to end up. Uh, Speaking (laughs) of where you're ending up, tell me uh, one of your favorite places that you've been so far. Uh, One place that is like a go-to place for you that you just absolutely love. Here here locally, uh, man, uh, we we love going on the Illinois Bayou, kind of right in the Victor Road area. You know, there's some beautiful (laughs) spots along that area. Uh, We try, I mean, here lately, we've we've been going to. We went to. We just came back from Albert Pike. That mm-hmm. was our first time out in that area, man. That's beautiful a beautiful area. I love the area. Side the Washtals, you know that we're not used to seeing. You know, it's it almost reminds you of the Ozarks. You know, it's just something it you does. don't see. Washtals every day. What, and I all. tell you, if you've right. never been, if you've if you're listening and you've never been down to the Albert Pike area, you need to read the history of this area about how the floods came and it, people didn't know that the river was rising and it killed all these people. Um, and then once you read the history of it, go down there and drive through there because it's eerie how they have, they have not touched the bathrooms. They have not weeded it or mowed the place. It's almost like it's abandoned. It's really, really odd. Um, but then right past there, is the bridge and where you can camp and beautiful areas and the sides along the road by the creek are just beautiful it's a beautiful area but that that area when we went by there it was january of last year we went down there and camped and we went by there and i and i told my wife i said i remember i remember when these these people were killed here when the water rose so quickly overnight and it you know and and they never have done anything to that place since. And it's really, really interesting. Since we left, we read all the history and I'm glad we waited till after because it just kind of sketches you out. It it really does. If you know the history of it and you go down there and look at it, it, it kind of freaks you out a little bit. But that area of Arkansas is not like any of the other uh, parts of Arkansas. It's it's totally different. It's it's really beautiful. Right. 
but uh, that's that's awesome. I um I love the Illinois Bayou area. Um, yes. Car Wash Falls uh, down through there is just absolutely beautiful. Camping on the, I love camping on gravel bars because yeah. you don't get in the mud and all that other stuff. And right. uh, the dog likes playing in the water, and I'm sure um, your your kids like playing in the water. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, very first time we took Bruiser out, he did not know he couldn't swim. <laughs> and so we were on the Illinois Bayou and he walked out into the water. I said, look, 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 babe. He, he loves the water. He's going to go out there and play. He walked until he disappeared. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And I ran out there and I jumped and I grabbed him and he came up and he was snotting everywhere. He did not know what happened. Did not know what happened. And so since then we have to put a life jacket on him. So if you want to see something funny, put a life jacket on a bulldog. Uh, it's, it's so funny. Because his head is so big and his butt is so little, the first thing that goes down is his, is his giant head. So it's, uh, it's pretty funny. But uh, we love going out there to that area. It's just beautiful areas. There's really not a bad spot out there, but there are some favorite places that we like to go. Um, what would be your dream trip? If you could leave right now, where would you go? Yosemite. Grand yeah, we want to yeah, go to Yellowstone, Grand Tetons kind of all in there we're kind of waiting till the boys maybe get a little older so we're a little bit more where they can remember it a little bit better you know so yeah but it, we, we figured we'll probably take a two-week trip whenever they get a little older and kind of just go all up north as much as we can cover as much ground as possible yeah. for the kids sake too so it'll be it'll be fun it'll be fun with all the kids yeah. yeah, you definitely want to take them when they can remember it. Uh, right, right. It's, uh, you know, I, I went on a lot of trips when I was younger. And then, uh, you know, when I was in junior high and high school uh, playing sports, I had I got three concussions and it pretty much wiped out all of my childhood memories where I can't remember hardly anything. Every now and then something will pop back into my mind. My short term memory is gone. I can't remember anything. And taking tests in high school was really hard for me. But there are those oh. those those times that that I remember going and camping with my dad. And, you know, there's those times with that family that's always there in that hard drive, no matter right. what happens. So um, right. I remember uh, going to Disney World and thinking how much I hated it and, uh, you know, <laughs> all that. And so uh, those funny. times that I spent with my dad or my parents out camping, car camping, you know, RV doing whatever, that's those are the things that stick with you. And so right. when you're old right. enough where you can remember, it makes a big difference. Right. That's right. our goal. Well, we want to talk about a few things uh, about where y'all are going to be this year um, on your schedule. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're watching Professor. Hi, I'm Barry Henderson with Turtleback Trailers. I'm Adam with Oki Overland. This is John with Long Creek Overland. I'm Drew with Rock Squash Design. I'm Casey with U.S. Action Tracks. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Misty from The Day We Were Made. Hi, I'm Jeremiah from Overland Pioneer. Hi, we're Jessica and Jorge with Woodwork Wonders. It's Chris from More Expo. I'm Misty from Lady Overlander Radio. You're watching. And you're watching. And you're watching. You're watching. Are watching. You're watching. You're watching. You're watching. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Joey the professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. The professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Monster Bob. Artemis Overland Hardware. 
Explore Expo, April 8th through the 10th, 2022, in Springfield, Missouri. Tack Farm, Blue Cell Coffee Roasters, Linson Solar, Howling Moon Tents and Arms, Big Iron Overland Rally, June 10th through the 12th, Mountain Hatch, Lifesaver Water Filters, MC Ranch Overland, Snowmaster Fridgey, Eco Flow, Timbo Tusk Scottles, Dial Dynamics Lighting, and our good friends at Midland Radio. Thank you for joining us. We're glad that you're here. No pros, just bros on this show. Here we go. That's right. No pros, just bros. No pros, just bros. Now, we have a few comments uh, that we want to throw out there now that now that uh, Nikki says hi to Haven and the little guy from Rick England. Uh, thanks, Rick, for joining us. Uh, Rick's from uh, Natural State Overland. One of the well, He's the mouth of Natural State Overland. So we want to point that out. If you ever uh, see anybody talking at Natural State Overland, it's probably Rick. Um, Misty says we are constantly dialing our builds in and, you know, Misty, I feel your pain and Misty and Joe, they, they do it full time. So I can't imagine if I was in my vehicle every day, uh, the things that would go through my mind about wanting to change and I only get to do it, you know, on the weekends every now and then or whatever. Uh, I can't imagine how much worse it is for y'all. Plus they have three kids and a dog, um, two vehicles. So that's gotta be something. Gotta be something. Uh, Kara joined on late. She said, have you got the tent yet? I believe you said you're going to try to pick it up this weekend. Yep. Saturday, Saturday morning. We're heading up to Tulsa to pick it up. Oh, that's exciting. Okie, Okie Overland strikes again. Yeah. (laughs) He's got me this year. They can't be friends anymore. Oh, man, that's awesome. And Dylan Barber says, uh, going tent camping with my parents is what made me love camping. Uh, you know, same thing. My papa took me out all the time, took me fishing, gave me a love for fishing. And then my dad and I took a, uh, we took a three, uh, I think it was a two night, two night, three day float trip down the Saline River. And I remember we caught so many fish, we had to put them in trash bags. It was just fun. We put up a tent that had like 97 holes in it, and, you know, it, it was like the best time ever. And I, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, Nathan's on here. What's up, G-Man? And uh, Kira uh, with her new uh, pink Jeep, pink hair. I don't know if you've seen Kira. Her, her hair matches her Jeep now, so that's amazing. Kira, we appreciate you joining us. Um, we're... I've, what do y'all have planned for 2022? Where are y'all going to be? We're uh, we're planning to be at more expo. We'll okay. be at bonfire. Uh, we're uh, we're planning a trip in September, a week long trip. We're going to try to do the New Mexico part of the Enchanted Rockies Trail. Oh, that's with, that. with yeah. Little Man. So uh, we're gonna, I think the week of Labor Day is when we're shooting for right now. So. We kind of just started talking about it this past week and kind of getting ready to get ready to do that with a little one. So it'll be an experience. Could go really well. Yes, it will. And then we'll be at Rendezvous, of course, and we should hit some rigs and coffee between here and there. Heck yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Well, Tony, uh, give everybody uh, the few highlights that we have on our schedule that make sure – people have on their on their calendars for this year 
Okay, so we got uh, all the rigs and coffee. The first Saturday of every month is up at uh, Artemis. Uh, the second Saturday is in Bentonville at the Hub Bike Lounge. Uh, third Saturday, the Little Rock, um, the Little Rock Rigs and Coffee at what's it? Guillermo Gourmet's Coffee, I think. That is Guillermo. Guillermo. Okay. Yeah, he's Italian. <laughs> is he? All right. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then you have, you know, this event that I don't know if, if you've heard this one before. It's the, it's the More Expo. More Expo. <laughs> In April, April 8th through the 10th at the Empire Fairgrounds, Ozark Empire Fairgrounds in Springfield. Then there's the Bonfire, Bonfire Rendezvous, April 30th uh, at Mulberry Mountain Lodge. And then there's Big Iron Overland Rally, at June 10th through the 12th up there, at Big Brutus. Um, Chris, I visited with Chris this week, and uh, I think <laughs> next week we will be announcing the bands for Big Iron. So that's going to be a pretty good, pretty big announcement there uh, about what he's got lined up for that. Um, it's it's pretty cool. He has gotten new vendors for more expo every single week, and I don't know where he's putting them because he's just got he's got more vendors than what'll fit in a building. So he's putting them outside everywhere, and it's just the craziest thing. So if you haven't got your tickets for more expo yet, make sure and get those. Uh, we won't have to fight the snow this year since it's in April. And watch, since I said that, it's going to snow in April. You watch. Uh, hey, it's going to be horrible. I've been camping uh, and had to cook hot dogs when it was snowing on good friday uh see yeah. that's that's, we camped that's, on the just, that's not right were you were you at the north pole or where were you no it was withrow spring state park is that in america it's in huntsville <laughs> okay. huntsville arkansas alabama arkansas oh okay. yeah uh my sister who i don't normally claim uh was born in huntsville alabama so that's why i asked ah uh, okay uh, yeah, Kara, they are going to more expo. Are y'all doing anything at more expo? Or are you just going to be normal everyday people walking around shopping, looking for stuff to buy on your wife's future forerunner? That's right. <laughs> we'll We're probably hang out with the rock squatch booth. I'm sure they'll be there. They're there. Last oh yeah. Year. Oh yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah. We'll just be hanging out and getting some camping in too. Hopefully that weekend. So. Heck yeah. Where are y'all planning on camping that weekend? We haven't decided yet. No clue. It's usually no. like a Friday night decision. Right. And yeah. it always changes. So. Last year we camped on the Buffalo and it was like literally seven degrees. Right. It was so cold. It right. was so cold. Uh, two years ago, two years ago, we camped together behind Artemis. We did some That's urban right. camping. Yeah. Uh, got to listen to all the car races and the sirens all night. And um, I, that was the night we bought our eye camper. And right. I remember how cold it was. Last time we camped there, we bought sleeping bags. <laughs> our right. Austin sleeping bags. From yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, you know, and we just, we we actually purchased the Austin sleeping bags because of you, uh, because you were the ones that told us you can get a right and left and so, and zip them yes. together and make one jump. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're awesome. They're wonderful. Life-changing, life-changing. Yeah. And, and they're, it's the biggest sleeping bag I've ever been in. I can actually turn over and not choke myself. You're right, you're right. I love them, absolutely love them. And, uh. We actually bought the new um, the new Austin sleeping bags that he has up there now, oh, really? and they have moved the zipper 
where if you if you zip them together now, the zipper is on the end and not in the middle. So it's it's huh. it's really cool the new design. I'm really uh, impressed with them and probably going to try them out for the first time this weekend. So uh, pretty excited about that. So uh, so Kara says coupon code Ozark Adva twenty for twenty percent off if you haven't got your more tickets yet. So thank you, Kara, for sharing that. We appreciate you sharing that and uh, giving yourself a little um little free advertisement there um so uh very excited about 2022 um have have you taken your kids on a week-long trip before yet or will this one in the fall that you're planning to be the first time this will be our first week-long trip with the kids so uh we'll okay see how, this might be interesting we're but, but, driving yeah. overnight hopefully that'll help a little bit right. yeah but they're really good in the truck so do they travel well for the most part yeah yeah he usually okay. sleeps the whole time the oldest one is good at traveling he's yeah. he usually self-entertained so but that's good we haven't yeah we'll, we'll see. report back <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah no kidding yeah no kidding well it'll it'll be interesting since you're planning on doing the enchanted rockies trail that's going to be a lot of driving it's going to be a lot of yeah. driving there and then doing the trail itself I know. during the day is a lot of driving. So um, the uh, the part between – do what? I've been paying attention to the miles all, uh, per day and how long it's yeah. going to take you know, to do that. So we're trying to plan accordingly, you know. We're not trying to rush through it, you know. So if we don't do the whole thing, we're not worried about it, you know. We're just – we want to enjoy being out there and and – you know with our kids and stuff like that so yeah well yeah, it's it's an amazing amazing place um and i i loved it out there the area between santa fe and angel fire is just outrageously beautiful and um you know we went out there in june and still had snow on the ground and uh, wow. it was absolutely beautiful so right. you can't go wrong with the scenery i can cool. guarantee you that uh the scenery right. is just amazing we're excited well, do you have do you have any advice, either one of you? Do you have any advice for those out there who maybe just getting into overlanding or camping, have small children? Um, do you have any advice that you have learned from uh, taking your kids out over the years? My biggest piece of advice would be don't make excuses to not go. Because I know tons of people that say it's too much trouble. We're just going to wait till they're older. We're going to wait till they're older. Well, then they're going to, I mean, you're just going to waste time. So just take them and enjoy them while they are the age they are and just make it work. I mean, you don't have to have every piece of the house. You learn as you go. That's why we've got everything down to a T now because we've obviously done it so much. But, I mean, you don't have to take everything. You're going to survive with that thing that you forgot. You just don't make excuses because then you just end up wasting time. And I mean, it's time that you won't get back. So we just prefer to load up and go and just enjoy it. But yeah, I mean, it is, it can be a lot of work, but for the most part, we just, I think, I think you can adapt and overcome anything, you know, and I mean, everything's a learning process. You know, you might not get it right the first time, but I mean, don't beat yourself over, you know, don't take the frustration out on anybody at camp, you know, just take what you, learn you know and apply that next time you know 
and yep. you ain't got to take the whole toy box out to the woods, you know, limit mm-hmm. the kids down to a couple of toys, you know, in a bag. And, you know, uh, we take our little iPad for him, for Weston to watch a movie before he goes to sleep or, mm-hmm. or, or, or if it's a long drive out to the woods or something. But I mean, other than that, you know, we don't have a problem with him asking to use the iPad or he knows when we get out of the woods, we're, we're out in the woods to enjoy it out there. And he knows that he'll get a play with it before he goes to sleep, you know, or something like that, you know? So as long as he's yeah. good and throughout the day, that is. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Move along adventure says, I know I wish I've started this sooner. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it, well, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, you know, it's evolved so much, uh, car camping, whatever you want to call it, um, has, has evolved so much over the, over the last few years and has really taken off in the last six or seven years that, um, it's just, it's not even close to what it was 10 years ago. Um, but you know, 10 years ago we were camping on motorcycles and, uh, I pulled a trailer and, and, uh, Connie and I had a, had a tent that we pulled in our little trailer and we'd stop on the side of the road and or find us a little campground or whatever and throw a tent up. And, and now I've built an adventure bike. So I'm going to try to get out and try to do that a little bit more, but, um, and, Oh, look who we have on here, Mr. Oki Overland himself. Thank you, Adam Bryant for coming on the show. And, um, Adam has new, uh, new store up in Tulsa, uh, Oki Overland, make sure and, and give them a look up. Okieland.com or, or on all your social media. Uh, great show, great store up there. And now he's expanded his store. He actually has a tent room where you can go in and see all the tents, and and then he has a install room in the back, which is really cool. Uh, getting new stuff in every week. So yeah, good buddy, good buddy. Yes. Uh, let me let me some AB. That's right. Uh, Rick wants to know, are you using a piece of gear that you've never changed? The Yoda. <laughs> uh, the truck, really, I mean, we've, we've changed everything from stoves to how we cook coffee to, I mean, even our storage boxes, you know, they change constantly, you know, I mean, how we store stuff. I mean, we haven't just really stuck with the same thing, you know, I feel like we've, we've always changed stuff up, you know. But uh, within the past two years, we've we've kind of we've kind of kept everything besides the Letner rat adding the pod. But other other than that, we we kind of all of our we've found what we use and what works best for us, and what packs small. We use the Jet Bull Genesis too. We love that setup. We got a little uh, the little scriddle that we that we seen off your video and we've been, mm-hmm. we've been loving that. So we don't have to haul the scuttle around every trip, you know, we've got mm-hmm. all the kiddos. So it makes it easier for us to cook and all, we pack it all down in one of the, one of those wolf pack boxes. So. Yeah. Yeah. If you've never box. seen the scriddle, it is right. a magical piece of cooking gear. Uh, I absolutely love it. I actually have the half. Do you have the half or the full? Uh, we got the half, the smaller one. Yeah, that's what I that's what I've got too. Absolutely love it. And it's yeah. uh, tempered steel. It's not cast iron, which is my love, but I love okay. steel as well. Yes. Um, but man, you cook anything on it, you can throw it directly on the fire. Uh, right. it is a portable. Absolutely love it. So right. yeah, the scriddle. And yes. uh I'm gonna right. have to check one of those out. 
Yeah, yeah. And, you know, every time we have a show, somebody mentions t- uh, something and Tony ends up buying it by the time we get off the show. Um, Nathan Sheffield says, awesome advice, guys. We love camping with other families. The kids tend to keep each other busy. Now, do you all tend to um, to hook up with uh, people that have kids as well and uh, camp with them so Weston can uh, have some somebody to play with? Yep, Nathan's a person we go with a lot. Actually, me and Nathan actually work together. So oh, okay, he has a family. He has three kiddos and uh, in, in a Tacoma. So he's got he's got really the quite the load, you know. So yeah. my goodness. But yeah, it's a lot easier when Weston has a buddy to play with. He always asks, is there any kids there? Because we go camping with our friends. He's like, well, do they have kids I can play with? I'm like, I don't know. Right. So it's, it's much easier um, just to keep him occupied. So we do like camping with families. Everybody is like, well, we're bringing our kids out. They don't bother you. Right. Like, but you're not going to bother us because we have the annoying kids that right. bother everyone too. So. <laughs> We oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. It's good. Well, um, we, we take Bruiser. We take, try to take Bruiser everywhere we go because he absolutely loves exploring and getting out and uh, meeting kids. He loves kids. And uh, he's, you know, high maintenance. It's just like having a two-year-old all over. Here, <laughs> um, but, you know, he's my buddy. And uh, it's good to have a buddy out there. And so when your kids have somebody to buddy up with it, it uh, makes the trip a lot, a lot better for them. And, you know, it, it, it makes them remember that, you know, is so-and-so going to be here. And then as soon as they hook up with that buddy, then they take off, you know, they're going off playing in the Creek, finding rocks, digging bugs or whatever, you know? So uh, that's just all part of it that they love. But that is cool, man. I love having y'all on here and talking to you. It is such a pleasure uh, as always. And, uh, it's it's just amazing uh, to see uh, the pictures that you post every weekend, every week about the things that you do, the waterfalls you see, the exploring that you go and do. And um, I mean, in and I love your piece of advice. Don't come up with reasons not to go. And, yeah. you know, you have went, um, like you said, after football games, you have went when you were eight and a half, nine months pregnant. You have went when you've got a two or three week year old, I mean, you have went with every kind of nightmare that I could think of. Right. Uh, you have, you have went and, uh, and gotten out and I admire that. Love that. Uh, totally respect that. I think that's freaking awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Tony, it's been fun. It has been fun. I've just, just been, been sitting fun. here taking it all in. Taking it all in. Well, yep. let me tell you, it's going to be fun next week. We're going to have fries on the side. Is going to be on. And I don't know what you get with your cheeseburger, but I always get fries on the side. Right. So uh, they're right. going to come on here and join us next week. Look forward to that. Um, man, what a great week. Uh, and this is Thursday. We have the end of the week coming up. Don't know what you're doing this weekend, but I really hope you're able to get out and enjoy life and live that best life you could possibly dream of. Now, Tony's going to be neck deep in his trailer, and uh, so am I. I've still got some plumbing to do, and I'm not looking forward to it. It's just, <laughs> I wonder how many more trips to Home Depot. I'm make. <laughs> oh, My sorry. next trip's to the steel, steel yard. 
Oh, see, stuff. my trip to Home Depot is going to be a lot cheaper than yours then. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta, I'm gonna. I couldn't find any fenders off the shelf, so I'm going to have to fabricate some. Oh my goodness! Well, yeah. you know, when you buy 97 inch tires, they don't make fenders that big, so yeah, you're just right. going to have to build some. You're <laughs> going to have to build some. Well, I appreciate everybody being on here. This has been super fun. Always a great time with the waters. I hope everybody joins us next week with our guest fries on the side. Until then, we'll see you next week. Hope you have an amazing, amazing week. And we will be back next week. Right, Tony? That's right. Same bat time, same bat channel. That's exactly right. I love it. I love it. Well, everybody, until then, live your best life. Look out for number one. And don't step in number two. Have a good week. Professor and friends, 2022. Woo woo. Thank you for watching. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Joey the professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and friends. Professor and friends.